Hold please. The knackered golfist now driving. Welcome to the Knackered Golfist podcast. I wanted to share a uh, little memory that I sort of started with back a few days ago or a few episodes ago where I talked about the sh- the events at Sherwood Country Club in Thousand Oaks, California. Uh, years ago, I went to the um, to what's called the Franklin Fun Shark Shootout or the Franklin Templeton Fun Shark Shootout that was hosted by Greg Norman. And it was only limited to 5,000 people, 5,000 fans to be able to attend that event. Um, I wanted to share that I had a, I had a, um, I had an experience with Peter Jacobson. Um, I guess earlier in the day I uh, saw him on the course playing with Arnold Palmer, and I had my, um, I had been to the Fred Meyer Challenge a few times, and I brought with me a hat for him to sign. And he actually signed it, and he was shocked that I showed him this uh, Fred Meyer Challenge hat. And he, he looked at it and said, hey, Fred Meyer Challenge, how about that, huh? So he, he enjoyed that I had the Fred Meyer Challenge hat. But anyway, I uh, I was watching, I love hitting, I'm sorry, I love watching the tour pros hit balls after the, after the round at, at the range. And Peter had... Um, he, it was the year was 1995, and he had won the uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach National Pro Am that year. And then the next week, he won the Buick Invitational. So he was on sort of a he was on, he was having a really good year that year, as far as I know. So he used to always play with Arnold Palmer at this event. And um, thanks, Harley's, for messing up my uh, for podcast. How many are there, for God's sakes? Does everybody ride a Harley? Good Lord. And then big diesel truck comes through. Holy smokes. Anyway. So, um, Peter Jacobson was on the range. He was sort of like by himself. Um, a few minutes, I mean, he had gotten finished, I think, on the range. And he um, he pulled a young lady out of the gallery. And he gives her one of his golf clubs. And he he tells her, hey, try to hit some balls or something like that. So he... So he, uh, so she tried to hit some balls. And she shanked them or whatever. It was like two or three balls. But anyway, so I, I got the idea that hey, nobody's really around. What if I went up to Peter and asked him, hey, can I hit one of your clubs too? So I, I did. So I asked Peter Jacobson if I could hit one of his clubs, and he's like, so, uh, so what club do you want to hit? I'm like, ah, how about the seven iron? I said, eh, hey, and then he says, hey, uh, how about the nine iron? I prefer the seven iron. Hey, how about the nine iron? So he let me hit his nine iron. He, uh, he was using the, I mean, this was back in the day. This was back in, um, 95. He was using the Henry Griffiths irons. And those were, as far as I knew, one of the few sort of custom tailored, uh, golf clubs that people could get. And his, um, his version was sort of the, uh, I don't know what it was. Cause I, they had a golf course near where I lived called Industry Hills Golf Club, and they had a um, they had sort of a, uh, a fitting center for Henry Griffiths. And I, uh, I I always wanted to try them, but they were like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute! You got to make sure you're fitted properly. You can't just pick up any club." So there was like, "Okay," so I didn't really get a chance. But Peter was really gracious enough to just let me hit one. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> he let me hit a uh, a nine iron, and you know I always thought that the that the uh, the Tour Pro club would be really really stiff. You know, like with the X100 shaft or the X300 shaft, you know, really sort of heavy. And I mean, describing, trying to describe the way it was, the way the way the club felt is like I don't know. That's like that was like 25 years ago. But um, 25 years ago, I hit Peter Jacobson's nine iron, and I think it could have been no, it was November because the tournament was in November, like the week before Thanksgiving. But so he let me hit his nine iron, and I always thought that that might have been that was probably the greatest thing that um, that any tour pro had ever done for a guy like me, just to just to be able to let him let me hit his golf club. You know, that's got to be something that a tour pro has never really done before. Because I mean, I had a run in with Curtis Strange. A few. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Curtis Strange. No, don't talk about him. Peter's such a better guy. Peter always had such a a really really good sort of presence on the course. He really wanted people to have fun. He really wanted to have you know, make an impact on people's lives, you know, when he was doing these golf tournaments. And so I guess that little that little thing that he did letting me hit his golf club was his way of helping me f- feel like I appreciate golf or golf is a good thing and it's a good it was a it was a really good experience and so I uh I took the club back and I think I only hit like one or two balls I think and um I hit the ball I hit it fat (laughs) and I sort of like all right I've had my fill so you can have your club back and I I don't think fluff was around fluff was his caddy Mike Cowan and fluff wasn't around and I don't know. It was just like it was just like surreal. I was there. I was present with Peter Jacobson for like five minutes, if if not if not less. It could have been three minutes, but it was something I'll always remember. And then an hour later, I shook Arnold Palmer's hand when he was in this little parking lot outside the clubhouse. You know, I was I was done for the day, and and Arnold Palmer was sort of milling around behind the uh the loner vehicle that they gave him and he was looking at some grips on a putter or something and I said walked up behind Arnold Palmer I said excuse me Mr. Palmer can I shake your hand and he 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 turned around looked me in the eye and he says it was great to, it, it was like thanks for coming out today something like that it was like oh, I don't even know I can't really remember exactly what he said because he looked at me in the eye and he had a really, really tight handshake, and it was really, really something. So, something I'll always remember. So, um, anyway, um, Peter Jacobson, if you hear this, I really appreciate your uh, your little t- your little um, your, your little session. I mean, you let me hit your nine iron, so that was really awesome. And 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 I really wanted to get into. I mean, I really loved that Cleveland launcher driver because um, it was heavier and it was um, it made a better sound and impact than the Big Bertha. And he won two tournaments with that driver. And and I, I looked around on eBay and I can't find it. The very first version Cleveland launcher driver was a really really good driver and it was better than the Big Bertha. So anyway, thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfist. And um, sharing memories of past tournaments on the Knackered Golfist while I'm waiting for piano lessons to get done. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Take care. Keep it relevant out there.
Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.